Hey, I'm Jordan. And I'm Ashley. We're the founders of For the Good, a community created to empower and elevate you to live a purpose-driven life. Our mission is to bring light into our world, and to do so, we have learned that it must start with it. We are so glad to have you here with us. Hi friends, this is an episode I've been looking forward to recording for some time. It is a message I often talk about with people when it comes to their healing, and one we've gotten many requests for. So I'm grateful to be in this space right now with you to talk about one powerful thing we need to do to truly live in peace and healing. We need to forgive. Forgiveness is a big one, which is why I devoted an entire chapter on it in my book, The Mountains We Climb because I've learned in my life how liberating it is when we step forward to do so. Today, I'm going to talk with you about why it is important for us to forgive and how it has the power to set you free. A message that I love on this that I included in my book, it's by a wise Buddhist and the saying goes, holding on to anger is like grasping a hot coal with the intent of throwing it at someone else. You are the one who gets burned. The truth of this statement stings, as we all know the feeling. And I've actually read that scientific research shows that when we hold onto this hurt and resentment, it actually impacts us physically. It leads to muscle tension, high blood pressure, and stress on our heart, and has even been proven to lower our immunity and put us at higher risk for depression. So holding on to past hurts can literally make us sick. The aromatic word for forgive means untie. Forgiveness is what sets us free from the ties that hold us to hurt and suffering. We must forgive to free ourselves from being tangled up in old wrongs. And when we do, we'll begin to form healthier relationships and make way for overall well-being and spiritual peace for ourselves. While talking with a friend, she said that she was invited to a gathering and she didn't plan on attending because someone who had wronged her in her past was going to be there. I asked her how long this dispute happened and she said it has been eight years. So for nearly a decade, my friend was intentionally trying to avoid someone who was once a good friend but did her wrong. She had been carrying this anger and resentment inside of her for nearly a decade. It really made me reflect on how we hold on so tightly and how someone has hurt us rather than offering forgiveness. Unwillingness to forgive has left my friend and many others locked in the past and unable to move forward. And one key thing to remember is when we forgive, we aren't necessarily doing it for the other person. We are doing it to set ourselves free, free from the weight that we had been carrying for so long. Whether it means forgiving a parent, a spouse, a coworker, a friend, remember that life becomes easier when we learn to accept the apology we never got. Because that is something that we often can wait for when it comes to forgiveness. You're waiting for this other person to give you a call, write you a letter, send you a text, and say, I'm sorry. And one thing that I've learned along the way is people cannot give you what they don't have. And I know that what you're thinking, you don't know what they've done to me. I want you to remember that forgiveness doesn't mean we are excusing their behavior. Some airlines will allow you to take baggage onto the airplane, but you'll have to pay for each individual piece. And same way in life, when we carry resentment, it will cost us peace. When we carry unforgiveness, it will cost us joy. And that's the key. The key to forgiveness is offering it to be able to free yourself from these binds that tie you down, from the hurt that you've been carrying for far too long. 
I've talked with so many people, family, friends, and people online who have said that this is a space that they really struggle with to be able to forgive something that someone has done, you know, a hardship they have experienced, a traumatic event that someone has inflicted on them. And like I said, I don't know what you have experienced, but guys, it is so important for you to be able to offer this forgiveness. And I will repeat it again because this is important. You aren't forgiving for this other person. You are forgiving to be able to set yourself free. I encourage you to take a moment right now, click the pause button, and think about someone in your life who you've been holding on to this hurt or resentment and how liberating it will be to be able to free yourself from those negative feelings that you've been carrying. I was probably about five or six years old when I first started learning what forgiveness looked like because as I shared in my book, The Mountains We Climb, and also in many of these podcasts, my dad, before he passed, he struggled with substance abuse. So I learned what forgiveness was at a young age because there were things that were said, there were things that were done that I had to learn. I had two choices. I could forgive my dad or I would be able to hold on to this hurt that I had saw him do. Because oftentimes I've learned that people struggle with substance abuse, drug abuse, other forms of addiction because they are using it to cope and numb themselves from these feelings that they're experiencing, past hurts, past resentment, that they have continued to carry on into the future with them. As I shared, growing up with a parent who has an addiction, it's not easy. You can see them transform into a different person because of this addiction before your eyes. So day after day, when I was younger, I would wake up and I'd think to myself, I forgive my dad and I love my dad. And as I've shared before, my dad passed away five years ago, and this is a space that I'm so grateful I was able to walk in peace in. If I were to have lived all those years really holding on to that hurt and resentment in relation to him, that I would have been the one left here holding on to this weight. A couple years after my dad passed away, there was a week where the message of forgiveness kept popping up. And I looked at it as though it was a sign. And although this was a space that I worked on within myself, this wasn't something that him and I talked about while he was alive. So maybe right now, you two, you're in this space thinking, you know, there's someone in my life I can think of, but they're no longer here. How is it possible to forgive them and also maybe forgive myself for things that I said or things that I've done as well? So for me, like I said, during that week, it came up three times. And the third time was when I went to see I Can Only Imagine. It's a movie based on the true story of Bart Millard, the lead vocalist of Mercy Me, and he talks about the struggle that he had along the way with his dad, you know, through substance abuse and how he was able to forgive his dad at the end of his dad's life before he passed. And I literally cried during that movie because I felt as though this message of forgiveness kept popping up for a reason. So maybe this was something that was unresolved within myself and it was something that I needed to face. So after I went to see the movie, I drove over to the Memorial Park where my dad is at and I stood there and I said out loud, Dad, I forgive you. I forgive you for things that you've said, that you've done, and I love you. And I asked him to be able to forgive me as well. And I felt like this was such an empowering moment for me to stand there and say it out loud. And so after I was standing there, I started making my way back to the car and before me, there was a gold dove on the ground. So a little bit of a backstory about this gold dove. Every Christmas, there's a tree by where my dad is at and I decorate it. So I'll put up a new ornament every Christmas. 
So while I was there, this was March, and I put up this gold dove in a tree back in December. But the funny thing is that this gold dove, in the times that I had returned previously, it was gone. It was no longer in the tree. So I figured that it got knocked down, it blew away, and it was gone. Because there were times when I went there when there was no snow and I never saw this gold dove on the ground or else I would have put it back up in the tree. So it was just very interesting moment for me, you know, as I made my way back to the car and I offered this sign of forgiveness that this is where the gold dove was at, right at my feet as I turned around. And I read that doves are messengers of love and peace. One message I reflect on is by Carl Jung. It says, I am not what happened to me. I am what I choose to become. So ultimately, this message shows that we have a choice. You have a choice today if you are going to carry that weight of hurt and resentment or offer forgiveness. In doing so, we realize that we are not what other people say about us. We are not how other people have treated us. Being able to let go requires a strong sense of self, and that allows you the ability to learn and grow from your experiences. And forgiveness is deeply personal. So no two individuals will experience it in exactly the same way. It's a process with five distinct states, and we will likely experience all of these at some point as we navigate through forgiveness. So we are going to do a rundown of these five. The first one is acceptance. We don't need to make excuses for the person who hurt us or approve of the choices that they've made. However, we do have to accept that we have had this difficult experience and it cannot change. Number two is awareness. Being aware of how we are feeling is very important. If you are still feeling anger, bitter, or hurt about something, this lets us know that we need to forgive to free ourselves from these negative emotions. Number three is express your feelings. Forgiveness isn't about suppressing or ignoring painful feelings. We need to go through this period of fully feeling the emotions that we are in order to be able to move forward. We can journal how we feel. We can talk with a trusted friend. You know, whatever this looks like for you in your space, make sure that you allow yourself to express how you are feeling in a healthy way. Number four is willingness to forgive. In this time, we really see that there's no benefit of staying in a place of suffering. And it is important for us to stop clinging onto old pain that has been holding us back. And this leads us right into releasing our fifth state. The final state of forgiveness is letting go of the pain and releasing our emotions from our bodies. And once we do that, we can actively begin to move forward. We will know it's time to forgive and let go when we feel drained and these feelings of anger or resentment are stopping us from manifesting a more positive life. One story that I included in The Mountains We Climb is about Tyler Perry. He's one of my favorite actors and I really found his story to be one that I felt empowered to share because it is so powerful. As a child, Tyler endured years of physical and emotional abuse by his father. And in 1992, he saw an episode of the Oprah Winfrey show and she recommended writing as a form of healing. And at that point, he had never written about his abuse, but he wanted to give it a try. And he wrote a series of letters using different character names because if anyone found it, he didn't want anyone to know that these were the experiences that he had personally. And the letters eventually became, I Know I've Been Changed, a play, comedy, and drama to tell the story of two adult survivors of child abuse. And Tyler said that, quote, it wasn't for the other person. It belonged to me. It freed me. So many people remain bitter all of their lives. 
You have to tell yourself, I need to forgive this person for me so that I can go on. I want you guys to remember that forgiveness is not eliminating the wrong that someone has done. Or does it mean that we excuse the person for what they have done? Forgiving doesn't equal fixing. Forgiving doesn't mean forgetting. Forgiving doesn't equal erasing. Forgiving doesn't mean undoing. Forgiving doesn't mean everything is fixed. It means that we have started to integrate the pieces. And know that it is okay to feel the emotions that you do. With the understanding that these feelings of negativity, whether it be anger, sadness, resentment, they are made to be only temporary. We shouldn't allow our minds to get trapped in a space that hurts and hinders us because oftentimes, like I said, they can feel like this is an experience that I've had, so I need to feel anger. I need to feel sadness towards it because this was something negative that happened in my life. And yes, it is something that is part of your story, but you have the choice as to how you allow that to impact you in this moment and you as you continue to move forward in your life. Because I've talked with people and they have shared that they have had disputes or hurts from family members, friends, etc. And they've been holding onto the pain for decades, 40, 50 plus years that they have not talked to this other person. And not necessarily talk to this other person because like I said, forgiving doesn't mean that you are going to allow and accept this person back into your life. It just means that you are freeing yourself from the ties that are binding you as we talked about earlier. It is important for you to forgive to set yourself free. And that's a message that I know I've repeated a couple times in this podcast episode, but I know that people can often get stuck in this place believing that it is for the other person and it's not. In a couple empowering ways you can go about forgiveness, you know, if you feel comfortable in talking with this person about it, or I've also learned that you can write a letter to them. And before you start shaking your head, know that you do not have to send this letter to them. You know, put their name at the top and write down how you feel and how they've impacted your life. And at the end, you can choose to rip it up or someone else recommended to me that when they write these letters, they have like a bonfire set up and they'll throw the letter into the fire. And that sense of symbolism is letting go of that pain. And I feel like those are really empowering ways for you to be able to go about this state of forgiveness. As we wrap up this episode, I do want to read a part from my book on forgiveness. And it says, there are days when we may feel like it's a struggle to find the light in where we have been and what we have experienced. We are whole and still discovering pieces of ourselves. We are growing and still walking through grief. We are resilient and still sensitive. We are learning and still making mistakes along the way. We are healing and still need support. It is important to give ourselves the grace and compassion we need. Honoring our duality of life is a constant practice to find new ways to allow ourselves to feel as we do with the understanding that painful feelings are made to be temporary. As we've talked about in this episode, forgiveness is an empowering way to set yourself free. If you have been struggling to let go of something someone has done or said to you, take some time after this podcast to reflect on what forgiving them would look like for you and your overall wellness. Holding on to past hurt can keep you stuck and in a place of pain. It is time to take steps to begin moving forward into a healthier, more peaceful future. 
I do want to wrap up this episode by sharing the chapter reflection prompts so you can take some more time to really reflect on this message and how you're feeling in this moment. There are four reflection prompts that I encourage you to write down and fill out to really step into this place of how you are feeling and learn what you can do to be able to continue to move forward. The first prompt is, is there someone in my life from the past or present that I've been struggling to forgive? Number two, where am I currently in relation to the five states of forgiveness? Number three, how has holding on to anger, resentment impacted my overall well-being? And number four is how can the act of forgiveness set me free? So today I want to tell you how proud of you I am for taking this time, dedicating this moment to bettering your well-being and allowing this forgiveness into your life because this is a tough episode to record. I remember the first time I was asked to be on a podcast and the woman interviewing me, we started right off the bat talking about forgiveness. And I really hadn't thought about this topic a whole lot in context of sharing, you know, how I've personally navigated and how that can be a benefit to other people. So I was a little bit taken back because I'm like, I have never talked about this before really with someone else. I mean, I, I think about it in my own mind. So I think that oftentimes, you know, we are so deserving of this healing and we know that it is important for us to be able to do this, to be able to move forward. However, this is heart work. This is something that is important for us to bring ourselves to this place of peace that we know that we deserve. And yet we do take steps back or we say, well, we'll work on that later because it isn't easy. Bringing yourself back to a time where you experience something negative, hurtful, like I said, a hardship, a trauma, it's difficult. And even talking about it, you know, in this episode, when I share things about my own experiences, it's not easy to share because sometimes the stories that we have they're not always easy to talk about out loud. There are experiences within our stories that we might not have talked about with another person. So right now you may be listening to this episode thinking about something that you have experienced that you might have not opened up with anyone else about. So I really want you to know that there is such a power in talking about how you feel with someone else, whether that be, you know, a community group, one-on-one -on -one with a professional or with a trusted family member or friend. There is a power in connection. And one thing too before we hop off is I want you to remember to forgive yourself. You know, through this episode, we dove in on forgiving someone else in our life. Although there is a power in forgiving ourselves for things that we have said, the things that we have done, the things that we hold close to our hearts, but we have not allowed ourselves to step into this place of peace because we are the ones who are holding ourselves back. I've talked with a couple people lately and they said that this is a space that they struggle with, that they've experienced substance abuse, drug abuse, you know, whatever this difficult season that they've walked in in the past and they can't seem to be able to get themselves to push through that. That that's something that they keep reminding themselves on and holding within their heart and being hard on themselves about because they say, well, you know, I've experienced these hard things in the past and this is a part of my story. So this must mean that I'm not deserving of this peace that you're talking about or this healing. How can I heal when I've walked through such a difficult season? And the number one thing that we always drive ourselves back to in these conversations is forgiveness. 
You have to forgive yourself. You know, where you were at in the past is not where you need to be right now or not where you need to be in the future. So even if you are walking in a difficult place right now, know that it doesn't need to define you for the rest of your life. Thank you guys so much again for joining me here on the For the Good podcast. I pray that your heart will find this peace and the joy that you are looking for and know that the most powerful way to be able to do so is to forgive. And this can be, like I said, to forgive someone else or forgive yourself. If you would like to talk more on this, feel free to send me an email, hello at forthegood.com or contact on social media at forthegoodofficial or at Ash Surma, both on Instagram and Facebook. Have a great day, everyone, and make today count. Thanks for joining us at the For the Good podcast. We would love to connect with you. Join us on Facebook and Instagram at For the Good Official and our blog at ForTheGood.com. And be sure to subscribe to our podcast so you never miss an episode. Remember, a positive mindset is the beginning of true happiness, not just for the good of the individual, but for the good of the world.